Fearless Female Fridays with Ayanda MVP on 947. Every guest will leave you feeling inspired, confident, and ready to take on the world. Afternoon, Taryn. How are you? Hi, Ayanda. I am fantastic. How are you? I'm good. You look fantastic and you look comfortable all at home. I see there's a mat behind you. Oh, okay. I'm getting nervous. I wonder what we're going to be doing, but it's... <laughs> And I'm sitting, I'm sitting on a cushion on the floor, so I feel completely relaxed. And it's, it's really great to spend this afternoon with you. So thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. Now, you are head of marketing, PR, and product of Audi South Africa. That is quite the title. What does your job actually entail? Well, it's uh, on the product side, it involves uh, deciding which products to bring to South Africa, what specification to put on those products, and then obviously where you know the pricing lands in the market. So very analytical. Um, and then on the marketing and PR side, I think you're probably a bit more familiar to it. That's more of the creative side of things, creating adverts, working with the global material for marketing, and, and making it relevant to a South African space and for South African consumers in a way that really resonates with the global brand. So it's what I love about it is there's the analytical side and the creative side every day so I, I'm very very lucky to be so happy in my job. Oh, it sounds so beautiful and it sounds like a really cool job. Can you actually give us a brief overview of how you ended up to where you are right now from varsity in terms of the modules that you had to study, the degree that you probably needed to get, the qualifications? Okay it's interesting to go that far back you're testing my memory. So um, I would say I've always been interested in the mechanics of, of cars, but I would never have seen myself as somebody who would have got into the motor industry per se. Um, you know, you do those tests at school and they say, well, you should be a stockbroker or an engineer or this or that. And it all sounded very serious. And then there was this thing called communication management. I was like, that sounds actually quite fun and exciting. So I'll study that. And then, you know, I took a few extra subjects, economics and, and those kinds of things. But in essence, I got my honours in communication management at the University of Pretoria. And I then went on into my first job for the first year doing communication strategies. And my mentor and boss at the time said to me, you know, you should go get into brand management. So I said, okay, cool, put that in the back of my head. Um, and I did a student job one year at what was called Auto Africa. It was a big motor show in South Africa at the time. And I ended up on the Volkswagen stand on their showstopper vehicle. I won't tell you which year it was. It was many years ago. <laughs> And I just was so impressed with the brand and the company and I fell in love with it. So I went overseas for a little bit and did a few years overseas. And when I came back, I thought I am going to be a brand manager at this company. And I just sent my CV in and the stars aligned. They were actually, would you believe it, recruiting for a brand manager at that time. <laughs> you wouldn't believe me. Yeah. And I got the job. And yeah, it's, it's, I've been with the company ever since. I've been very lucky that I started as a brand manager for a couple of years. I then went into marketing research, which was my promotion into management. And then I went into the commercial vehicles division. So buckies and panel vans and all of that kind of stuff. So that's quite an interesting environment, especially for a female. And yes, and then they approached me and said, would you like to be the head of product marketing for Audi? And yeah, here I am. How many car keys do you have right now? 
<laughs> well, if the question is how many cars do I own, I'd have to say none because I lease a car. I knew that. You, yeah, definitely. Of course. You need, you need to be spoiled for choice, obviously, because when there's new stuff coming in, you need to try it out as well. Absolutely. Ah, good job. Your job yeah. sounds so cool. Now, what do you think needs to change in the industry to make it a more equal working platform for both males and females? You know, Yanda, it's a very, very interesting topic because I think in general, in life, not only just in a corporate environment, but in life, we need to really focus on respecting, trusting and loving each other more in general, whether you're male, female, you know, whatever your sexual orientation. I just think in general, all shapes, forms of diversity need to exercise understanding and love. So I think every individual needs to do their own work and awareness around what are they you know, what are these sort of preconceived biases that are maybe not aware of? And just to be respectful of all types of people and see them as human first and foremost. And that is something I'm very passionate about. I don't, I don't consider myself as a woman in the industry. I want to be seen as someone who does a good job, regardless of anything about me, whether I'm a blonde or a brunette, male or female, whatever it may be. I think, um, so I get a lot of office overshares, especially from interns who feel as though they are, um, they're bullied in the workplace and they've spoken to in a very condescending manner. Do you think that the corporate structure and how it looks right now, because you mentioned that we need to respect each other, we need to put love in what we do at work, but half the time with my corporate friends, they're very quite, they're quite harsh with their lingo and their assertiveness, should I call it that. Do you think maybe then we need to slightly start taking a look at how the corporate world or life is and maybe needs to be... Uh, I don't know, transformed. Because when I keep hearing interns complaining about how they feel like they're being bullied, when they grow up and they're not interns anymore, they might start doing the same thing to younger people that come into the building that want to learn, that want to grow. Such an interesting, such an interesting perspective. And I would say never lose yourself. Never let a situation or the way somebody else treats you change who you are and how you want to be. Um, I know I'm often mistaken for being really sweet and really nice because I am, you know, I'm I'm a very open person. But don't ever mistake politeness for weakness. Um, yeah. You know, when I've made my mind up on something or when I've got a decision, I can say this is my perspective and this is my decision and I can say it with a smile and I can be loving and respectful, you know, to others in how I do it. I don't have to be brash. I don't have to lower myself to the way somebody else treats me in a meeting. And I would, that would be the advice that I would give others is don't change who you are. You know, treat others the way you would want to be treated and respected and don't let anybody else pull you down to that. Definitely. I agree with you. Thank you very much for that. Now we chatting to different females in different careers. So I've spoken to a doctor so far, I've spoken to a comedian, and now I'm speaking to you in the marketing space of Audi in terms of being uh, driven in your passion for work. But also I want to find out how you manage to live your day-to-day life, how you manage to just wake up in the morning, make your decisions that you need to make for yourself first before you do them for your workspace. How do you balance it? Oh, brilliant, brilliant question, Ayanda. I think routine is probably my biggest friend. So I wake up at hoppers four. The alarm goes off at hoppers four. Uh, I don't even contemplate. I don't allow myself. I've trained myself not to contemplate the snoozing or the lying in. I push myself out of bed, get that coffee going. And I've learned that with my body rhythms, what works best for me is I, if I do exercise first thing in the morning because 
Then I know my first investment is in my body, it's in my mind space, get my energy up, even in these freezing cold winter days. And then I know the first box I've ticked of the day is for me. And then I've got the energy to get into the day and whatever happens, whatever challenges come my way, whatever is needed of me for the rest of the day, that's done. And yeah, and then I just try and make sure that I'm prioritizing the key tasks for the day on the big level that will affect the other things further on. And I'm not getting lost in the mess that can sometimes happen with every urgent thing that comes along. Focus on the big things and these urgent things will disappear. Um, They sort themselves out. And that's, yeah. And then I think what's also really important to me is I've set a deadline every day as to what time to stop working. And make sure that you, again, in the evening, recharge, fill your cup with time with people in your life that you love, doing things that relax you. And another piece of advice, if I may give it, is set your phone to do not disturb, to automatically go on at a certain time. So by half past seven, I know it sounds really early, but by half past seven in the evening, I don't hear notifications, my phone doesn't ring. And my dear husband has done the same on his phone so that I know I can start relaxing in the evening. I don't have the pinging and the you know, anxiety of my phone going off so that by the time it comes to, to going to bed, I feel very relaxed. And that's really important. You had me at do not disturb on the phone. Yeah. I love it. It's a permanent feature. Also, 7.30 is late on my side. My phone is on do not disturb at 5 p.m. I'm not playing that game. I work with the, the normal working hours, the normal office hours of nine to five. But I love that. Now, you also mentioned fitness. And I love that because I'm also a fitness person right here. And I also love going to gym in the morning. You're right. It works so well for us to actually start by channeling and focusing on ourselves first before anything else. But mm-hmm. apart from the fitness side, you've actually been in the pole dancing world for a while and you're actually a professional. My goodness, please, can you take us through that journey? And also for a woman like me that don't have any upper body sprints, is there a chance for me to be great in pole dancing? Oh, Ayanda, you know, I'm very passionate about this. And it's it's actually really interesting being a, a pole dancer in the motor industry and then to add to it all, you know, you it's it's really got such connotations. But what I loved about it is the fact that it's such a supportive environment for women and men do it as well, pole fitness. They're incredible. Um, but, you know, a lot of people go into it thinking, I'll never be able to do it. I don't have the upper body strength. And the thing that really got me to the point of even wanting to teach when I when I taught is that look on someone's face when they do something for the first time, they kind of, oh my word, I just did it. And like, and then they do it again. And they can't believe that this was inside them all the time. And it's actually not as hard as they thought it would be. And I think it's such an amazing metaphor for life. And I would highly recommend anyone to try it. I think um all the I went to a lot of different studios and everywhere the girls are very supportive. They are very passionate. I loved it. I started as the beginner. Um, I was very determined in doing everything on both sides. Some people have a dominant side. I was like, nope, must be on both sides. And when I got to advanced, I was lucky enough not only to teach, but I was approached to be a brand ambassador for one of the biggest um, importers of, of fitness, aerial fitness equipment. And I was with them for about three years, so in parallel to my job. And that was also, that was great fun. I met amazing people. I got to even do um, a demonstration at the Arnold Classic, the first time it was in South Africa for um, Arnold Schwarzenegger himself. So really amazing opportunities there. And I'm very grateful for all my experiences in pole fitness. 
But I also know that you are a big person when it comes to stretching, especially mm-hmm. after fitness. So yeah. why stretching? Is there a difference between stretching and yoga? So I think yoga would be a good form of stretching. I think yoga is very much around um, holding positions, muscle. It's, it's, it can be very good exercise, just like Pilates as well. They're a great balance between strength and mindfulness and, and stretching. But I think just stretching in general for me is, is so important because a lot of sports people uh, neglect it. They sort of are so focused on, I must do my exercise and they fit in everything they need to do. And then they're like, right, I need to get going now. And it's very easy to forget the importance of stretching. And I'm tempted myself sometimes training in the morning. I want to get going. But, you know, stretching is so important because it helps with recovery. It helps with injury. So it's like so many other things in life, that little bit extra that you put in can actually help you and build your capacity for the next, you know, training session. Mm -hmm. And if you're flexible, um, and there's a lot of sportsmen who attest to this, if you are, if you manage that flexibility, then you are less prone to injury. And if you do injure yourself, you recover faster. So I'm very, with with a background in dancing since I was three years old, I'm very passionate about the technique and making sure that we take the time to stretch as part of exercise. Should we stretch before and after exercising or usually just after exercising? To be honest, just after exercising. So warm-up is fine to get the muscles ready to go, but it's really important to kind of stretch them out, get the lactic acid out, and also increase their capacity for movement. Mm, but how long do we have to stretch for? Because when I just did leg day yesterday <laughs> and I'm not so keen on stretching my legs for so long. How long do you actually have to hold positions for? Because like you mentioned, some of us, we just want to do the workout and we got to dash because we have appointments and we just want to make sure we run away from doing things that involve us feeling more pain in terms of the stretching. Lactic acid, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I understand. But how long should you hold a position when you are stretching? Let's look at it a different way. So absolutely, I think if you put the time in, the think of the pain the next day. I, I definitely don't struggle with lactic acid and stiffness, um, possibly as much. I've maybe lost touch of it because I stretch. Um, so think about the investment you're putting in now for the next day. Okay. But at the same time, I think what's really important, instead of me saying to you, 30 seconds is actually the best amount of time, 30 to 60 seconds if you can, but hold a position for that. I would say to you, if you can only do 10 minutes or if you're only prepared to convince yourself to do 10, uh, sorry, 10 minutes, 10 seconds the first time, then do the 10 seconds. Rather do the 10 seconds than not at all. And you'll probably find that you build up quite quickly to that 30 seconds before you even notice it. I'm enjoying this time that I'm spending with you. Before we actually say goodbye, I actually want to know what does it mean to you to be fearless in this day and age? I know that's such an amazing question again. Um, and I really love that message that you give is what does fearless mean? For me, fearless means getting up again. 
It means we all have moments where we're struggling or somebody says something or does something that upsets us or knocks us down. And being women, we very often are our own worst enemies in our minds, you know, unnecessary feelings of guilt or we're not good enough. And I think, you know, having those moments, acknowledging where they come from internally or externally, but then getting up again remembering who you are, your power, your value as an individual and keep going and keep being who you are. That's to me what it means to be fearless. Do you have a quote that you always look to or refer to when you find or need that inspiration in that moment? Um, I have so many. I'm one of those people where every second post on Instagram is is a beautiful (laughs) quote. Favorite. Yeah, I think... You know, for me, what I what I tend to really focus on is making situations better. So it's maybe not a specific quote. Um, there are so many, but I think it's it's really around looking at every situation and saying, what can I do in this situation to make it better? And that is a way. You know, it's it's what I live by. I think that's beautiful. And thank you so much for joining us. Do you have any advice for the young Terrans that are at Ducks of Nooks, making sure that they also want to get into brand marketing or just want to be in this industry? Yes, I'd say that um, nothing worth having comes easy. Mm. That the things that have the most meaning and value in life come with dedication and work and be ready to prove yourself through consistent hard work and applying yourself um, and you'll see how things will fall into place when you just take those chances, commit yourself and, and give of your, give of yourself into those, those moments. And yeah, uh, that's would be the advice that I would give. Taryn, thank you so much for joining us for Fearless Female Fridays on 947. I really do appreciate it. And I wish you the best in your career, in your pole dancing adventures to come in future, because I know it's going to come back the way we were speaking about it. But thank Mm -hmm. you so much for joining us on Fearless Female Fridays. Thank you, Ayada. You've you've absolutely inspired me. I've loved my time with you. And I think you've given me the nudge that I needed to go back to what I love in in dancing. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Thank you. Have a lovely afternoon. And you too. Cheers. 947 with Ayanda MVP.